well at least you had a good time with her so that's good um but yeah if she's ready to settle down don't waste her time like let her move on and find a guy who can you know give her a family if that's what she's looking for um but she's a cutie though she's cute but i think um considering how sexual you are i think the second girl from what you say is probably your pick if you say it's the second best sex you ever had i think that's your girl Dear queen with the body of a violin Anything and everything that we say is gotta be kept silent Consent cause we look like a siren And how I wish I met you Can't stand that it's too late Hope that you feel the same way If not that's still okay We're not ashamed to talk about sex? Not at all Great Good Letting more people should Hence our movie. Yeah, to avoid situations like that. Right? Yeah. I agree. Disgust. I can't stand it. Like, I recently was with someone that was like, like, what did they say? I don't know. I just, I just like to like feel it out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to always talk about it, mm -hmm. ass. Like, and it's fine. You can, whatever. It sounds like we're not for each other then. Yeah, right. It was like, yeah, um, I just rather I just kind of like see how things are going. I'm like, that's a valid point. But if you and I cannot discuss sex, we're not gonna have sex. I'm sorry, it's just not gonna happen. That makes so much sense. And what a great intro <laughs> <laughs> back to poetic <laughs> charm. Thanks, guys. So I have the esteemed honor to be joined by Aaron and Kara, two amazing filmmakers, and we're actually gonna talk about the topic that Alex Stop was about, which is about having the conversation about sex, which is unfortunately very taboo in the Western world. But if you don't have these type of tough conversations, things like sexual assault are going to keep happening. So the more we talk about it, the more we can figure out a way to just completely eliminate it. Reduce the shame. Reduce yeah. it. And we were actually talking about this last night after, what was the name of the bar? Lake Street? Mm -hmm. So shout out to Lake Street. <laughs> and Will at was it film noir film noir I love that place film noir cinema i love the the foyer cool. all the you know all the movies and everything who, who rents dvds anymore <laughs> come on will you gotta go there it's so fun right so yeah we were talking about this last night in terms of for whatever reason in Western culture, but specifically in America, more so than Europe, we're always being shamed for our sexual desires. And we live in a very sexually repressed society. And then things like that happen. You just have outbursts or, you know, things. People are just confused because they don't know what they're allowed to do, allowed to say, allowed to feel because like, oh, what is someone else going to say about that? They call it semi-permissive mm, society where like we that. kind of allow some sex in ways that are interesting and that will use sex to commercialize things and sell things. Yes. Right. But we don't allow we make people feel ashamed for wanting to have sex, at least women, I could at least say. And I think to that point, it's like there are still places in America right now that are teaching abstinence only education that is not helpful. Wait, where is this happening? Yeah, like St. Louis. There's there are there are schools really? below. Yeah, there's like the Bible Belt in the South that they still teach abstinence only education in rural areas. I mean, I don't want to just say rural areas, but there's a lot of people that still want to keep sex out of the sex education program, which is bananas. Yeah, and and one thing I was gonna say is 
consent education is necessary. Oh, yes. Consent education is necessary. Um, <laughs> One more time. Yeah. <laughs> consent education is necessary. Yeah. Um, I have a terrible memory, just generally speaking, but I really don't remember. I mean, we went to the same school, maybe you, but I don't remember what our sex education classes were like. Mm-mm. It's like a flicker in my memory, and it's like I, I we probably went over the anatomy. Went over periods. Right. Girl. And, yeah. um, and I think just putting on the condom – but that that was about right. it. And everybody will die. And consent, sex. I don't yeah. think yeah. consent was ever I have no memory of the word consent ever being spoken in any of our sex education classes. And that is just something I feel very strongly about. And I mean, with your film, consent means hell yes. Um yeah. enthusiastic consent. I mean, you can you can speak more to this, but like Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even as a guy, this anecdotally, in America, you're not really taught how to, you know, observe those things like consent or even know you know even how to get to the level of consent. So that's probably one of the main reasons why I wanted to start this dating podcast is so you can teach guys how to do it the right way so the wrong way can, again, be eliminated. Yeah, deeply. I actually just attended this. So the House of Yes is this spot in Brooklyn. It's literally called the House of Yes, and they give you a speech on your way in about consent, Mm, what consent means. Cool. You should go. I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have past the porn event nights, and they're incredible. And just this most recent one, it was about food, mess, and play. It was really cool. We all closed our eyes and did a quick meditation of like, imagine your yes. What does it feel like? Where does it sit in your body? Imagine your no. What does it feel like? Where does it sit in your body? Getting to know what those are for you and then also being able to explore and express them. Are really important it is very important and i would say like you guys brought up before i prefer again we're all human i feel like we all want to be passionately desired in a very enthusiastic way so if it's not an enthusiastic enthusiastic yes i'm probably not even thinking about it you know what i mean yes so if we're not on the same level probably don't want it you know what i mean well, you don't really want someone who doesn't want you you want to have that you know that those feelings and desires reciprocated mm-hmm. then it gets things hot and heavy and this naturally you know happens so true like sex is so beautiful and intimate and amazing and hot sticky sweaty love it you got to be all the way there if you're not totally 100 percent in you're 90 percent. if there's anything distracting you just wait till next time it's mm-hmm. okay our our instagram handle like you said is consent means hell yes it's a hell yes oh it's a it's a f yes really yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean all right so for me i like to as a writer, my foreplay starts with texting. So that's why we'll have more, you know, to do guys about texting in the future. So I actually like to build that up. So before we even see each other, it's already a hell yes anyway. Right on. Yeah. So it just eliminates that completely. How do you measure that? Hmm. I, I use a scientific feeling word. I don't think of it scientifically. How do you? Well, again, track I'm a logical that? person so I, and an Aquarian, so I can't help but do that. So th- I think it's a great question of how to measure it. I do think it's subjective because each girl is different or each guy, you know, depending on the situation. So for me, it would be when you have, let's say, a lot of the emojis, favorable emojis, or if you're talking at certain times of the night, let's say. Because you're only going to respond to certain people at certain hours. And, you know, I'm a bit of a flirt. So I like to, it's kind of like moving closer to someone each time. So this, you know, respecting that space and, okay, you're comfortable with that. Let's, you know, escalate a little bit more. If you're comfortable with that, let's escalate a little bit more. So there's always opportunities for her or, you know, whoever, depending on the situation, to be like, mm, 
you know, no or hell yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. How about you guys? Sure. Because I mean, because you're like on the other side of the pendulum. So what is it like receiving these advances? Well, one it? thing that I wanted to say about what you just said mm-hmm. is um, not to challenge it necessarily, but when you say that um, you know, there are so many opportunities for the woman or whoever it might be to say no. Mm-hmm. I just want, I just wanted to, I guess, start a little conversation about how as women, and I've, I've, I'm kind of new to dating, actually. I have an interesting personal history, but I've, I've just started dating this year, so I'm, I'm still navigating a lot of these things. But um, tr- societally speaking, sometimes it, it could be more challenging for women to say no even though the opportunity might be there we are so socialized to be accommodating and and nice and polite that even if like someone like you who is is a very nice person might think oh that opportunity was there they could say no at any time i mean it might not always feel that way yeah that's a great point so i'm glad you actually brought that up because it actually Mm kind of illustrates my style a little bit even more so i get to illustrate that Mm -hmm. and i like to I guess, get the hell yes Mm -hmm. there by allowing the girl, if she wants, because a lot of girls are assertive, that's kind of what I like, to also make the first move. Mm -hmm. So it's really giving them the space to do that. Mm -hmm. Because if it's a hell yes, they're going to move into that space. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm invading their space. Mm -hmm. It's more we're creating our space together. Mm -hmm. So if you want to take it there, we can. If not, no big deal. Mm -hmm. And it's like old are the ways of no, no, no means yes, yes, yes. Like I'm so sick of that trope. Oh, baby, it's cold outside. Mm. (laughs) Oh my God. Exactly. (laughs) So, right. I think for, I mean, in my personal experience, I feel like, I feel like I'm rare in that I have never been approached like this, but I would probably love it. Maybe I wouldn't. I'm extremely direct honest up front oh, and like this that. is how i feel and da, 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 da. Yeah. and it works out sometimes sometimes it doesn't and it's fine like i feel like i i i don't rely on social cues so much like uh i'm uh notoriously horrible with my phone i want nothing to do with it <laughs> kara can attest to it. it's <laughs> it's worse than bad it's really bad so it's like yeah i'll just say for for me it's like I just think in my life, I, I don't, my, my dating life and time is not, it's not a lion's share of the amount of attention that I have. So when I do give it attention, I'm direct about it. And I'm, ex- this is exactly what I'm looking for. This is exactly what I'm about. Does this work for you? Does it not? Cool. Cause for example, we talked about this before recording, but non-monogamy, a lot of people don't like non-monogamy and I'm not, I'm not going to like entertain a flirtatious flirtation with someone that's not cool with that because I know that that's what I need. I need that level of independence and space and that's what I'm seeking. Right. I mean, and unfortunately, again, from a guy's perspective, we sometimes girls will say they're okay with that. But then after a while, and again, it's probably to what you were talking, alluding to about being accommodating. Mm. So again, and I, I try to articulate this as best as possible just to like bring it up again. Like it's okay if you're not, but I just want you to let me know. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to have you have, you know, hurt feelings in the future. Cause that's not fair to you. That's not healthy for you. Yeah. yeah. It's so important to 
I mean, in any type of relationship, but it's so important to know that the dialogue is always open, mm -hmm. to know that people's feelings can change, people's desires can change, what they're comfortable with can change. And to be able to talk about that and, and update your partner about that is so crucial. So yeah, maybe someone is okay with non-monogamy and then they realize, oh, actually I'm not okay with non-monogamy. Right, exactly. But that dialogue needs to have already been started to say, hey, at any time you can tell me and I will tell you what I am okay with and what I'm not okay with. A thousand percent. Yeah. Communication is always key, right? Mm -hmm. hundred percent. So yeah. much. Mm -hmm. And anybody that makes you feel, I just rule in my mind, I tell myself, I think I was like in seventh grade, sixth grade, that you're not allowed to be friends with people that make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Basic principle. So if anybody doesn't allow you to feel like you can speak and not be ashamed, it's already vulnerable to speak up. If somebody can't give you that space and respect that, it's like, I, at least for me, it's it's very easy to let that go. Like, it's very easy to let them go. Like, if you, I just think, how comfortable can you actually be in a relationship with someone or dating someone if you can't be communicative about your needs, desires, wants, interests, mm -hmm. and allow them to change. You need to be able to communicate with someone. Exactly. And it goes back to where we started, which is you have to talk about sex mm -hmm. or else it's not going to happen or it's not going to happen consensually or in a favorable way for both parties, which mm -hmm. is kind of the point. It's a collaboration. Yeah. It's like a project. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You love Hell collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, Life is a banker project. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and if I may, I just want to share like a, a little bit of a personal anecdote than what I shared with you on the phone the other day um, about Hell Yes. Mm. So uh, after working on Aaron's film, you know, that, that concept yeah. really integrated into my mind. And I, you know, of course, have always been conscious of consent and, you know, making sure that everyone, myself and my partner are 100% on board with what's going on. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, as I'm new to dating, I'm kind of navigating who I want to sleep with, who I want to date, things like that. So I thought of you one time where I was, I was with a partner no. and, <laughs> well, no, it was on the couch, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> it was intimate. It's, that's all. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and, um, Aaron popped into my head and I was like, you know what? Like, this doesn't feel like a hell yes right now. This really oh. doesn't for me. Um, Check in with your body. I wasn't like, I didn't feel like uncomfortable or like anything non-consensual was going to happen, but I just realized that, no, like I have the power to speak up. I have the power in this moment to, to let this person know that I'm not comfortable with this. And so I listened to my gut. I listened to my heart. I listened to Aaron in my head and I had that conversation and I said, I actually, I actually don't think I can do this right now. Here are the reasons why. Um, and that was, that felt like a really powerful moment for me because it was, for a moment, I was like, ooh, this is, I'm a little nervous. Like, this might be uncomfortable. But, you know, my the person I was with was very understanding and very, like, oh, yes, of course. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Um, so I just want to thank Aaron for for really talking about that concept in, in, in your dialogue around this film because it really does need to be a hell yes. And I'm learning that. And it's been really important for me. So, yeah. And it's you. a lot more fun for everyone when it's a hell yes, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so, it's so <laughs> kind. I, I'm so grateful that it has affected you on a personal level. Mm. And yeah, that's, that's trackable growth. Mm -hmm. And I want to commend you because you also gave your partner space mm. to respect you. Facts. you. Like you could, you could feel and desire something. And when you express it, you're giving your partner the opportunity to respect it. Mm -hmm. They, 
I think also in this age of texting, I don't know if it's because we're staring at screens, but we just expect other people to pick up on us. And I think that's a weighty job. Mm -hmm. Like give, give someone the opportunity to respect your boundary, you mm -hmm. know, like rather than, well, if that person could just read my mind, that would be so simple. I was just going to say mind reading cannot be part of the equation. No, <laughs> it's so, emo it's so emotionally laborious mm -hmm. to say, I'm going to, I would prefer you to read my mind. I think mm -hmm. that's, but then it's also funny when you, that's, I think that's the age we're moving away from is that, you know, I'm going to say what I mean. And people go, Oh, she's going to change her mind. I'm like, no, she's not. Mm -hmm. yeah. She's, or if I do, I'll tell you, mm -hmm. like you can count on what I have to say and I'm only going to take you for your word. Mm -hmm. Please don't just, yeah. Why? Why? Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's a little uncomfortable, but do you want to live in a world that doesn't like be, can't endure that discomfort for the greater good? Mm -hmm. Right. It's important, mm -hmm. and it will make the world a better place, <laughs> a much more sexy place. Let's say that. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate it. And again, this is going to be first of many, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, this is great. And I do want to. I do want to mention something that came yeah. up with what you were saying. Please yeah. do. Um, I the reason I made the film that I did. I think so many people use the word rape, they say the word rape, they understand like the, uh, the I almost said hell yes movement, but we're talking about the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. And they get in this, um, I, I really wanted to have something, I wanted to say something different than the me, than what I was getting out of the dichotomy of the Me Too movement. It was kind of making people hide, I think, in a way that it was allowing other people, like I'm so grateful for a term like Me Too to say I had a Me Too moment and it's not shameful, but I also get to release some of that experience and connect with someone. Me too has, has been incredible. However, I think it, I think it brings, I think some people attribute shame to it, especially men. I think they don't know how to exist in that space or they're like for it. And I just see a lot of, a lot of people get so uncomfortable with like, well, where do I belong? And I wanted to make a film because it's not about, it, it's not about like, <sighs> we're not lawyers. No one's on trial here about what was it consent or was it not consent and it's like what what are we measuring how do we how are we evaluating what matters and what constitutes as a traumatic experience like mm. that's going to happen or not happen or even if you give all the signs that yes but you weren't totally invested that the me too movement kind of quiets i think all of the genuine people in between that just have a regrettable traumatic experience because they didn't listen to their heart and communicate with their partner and to everyone that I know connects with this story, whether it's their personal story or like your example, it's when it comes to sex, it's not black and white. Exactly. It's, it's not like, oh, well, he raped me. You know, I mean, th that happens. Obviously, it's horrible, but it's there's so much out there in the world of sex that we were so ashamed to talk about because it's like, well, I don't have a right to complain because I went over his house like no. You had a traumatic sexual experience because consent was not, was taken for granted. Like that's the conversation. It's that sex is a hell yes. It, even if it's up until the point, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like you, you're allowed to embrace all parts of your sex all of the time. You need permission and, and you need to be given the space to give permission for any sexual experience. Cause then, then you're just ruining what is a really beautiful, fun thing. Mm -hmm. So it's a flowery way of saying. Mm. I could just stare at you talk all day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like the, the point and the purpose is like, can we not, can we like do without the rules or the what was she wearing in other ways or like what time of day was it? It's like, 
if you're not all there, then it doesn't count. Mm -hmm. Just be all there. Right. And that's why I prefer the hell yes and being all there before we even see each other. I just think it's a lot easier that way. I mean, for Commending. both parties. Yeah. And it, you know, it alleviates any ambiguity at all. Because again, I'm a son of an attorney. So I just try to prevent a situation like, like that happening before they even start. I concur. Yeah, I did. Like, like even just giving the space to respond. Yeah, it's it's like being able to respect other, like giving giving other people the opportunity to heat up or cool down. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. And again, first of many. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Thank for you, Josh. Me. No problem. Anyway, this one's for you, girl. I don't let you know there's no be change in my world. I want to be with you no matter what they say. You and me, yeah, we can kill time. I don't wear necessary. I speak with your wives and you betray you. You and your truth and lies. You know what I'm doing. You love it. I think I have some. I'm told that I am, I'm, I have booty, um, so. <laughs>